0: I remember it like it was yesterday it was about nine days after I have given my wife a surprise birthday party we went to Spaghetti Eddie's for her birthday and then had some of her friends come from out of town some friends that were near and dear to her heart in town to come out and to surprise my wife for her birthday it was in February as uh, to be exact and I remember seeing my mom nine days on the actual day of my wife's birthday and she was sick. She was throwing up in the actual, in the trash can and, and, uh, she was in and out and everything. And, uh, I just figured that it was just like, you know, she's just sick. She's just throwing up or whatever. And so not knowing that that would be the the last conversation I had with her, uh, I sit there and wonder now, but, I sat there and talked to her that last time, and it was such a great conversation, you know, just messing with her, teasing her like I always do, you know, because I'm a jokester. That's just my nature, you know. So I've always been the Tony that she knew. And for those who don't know, Tony is my nickname. Uh, Everybody in my family calls me Tony. It's crazy because my name is James. Um, However, my family calls me Tony, most of my family. And just a little side note, my wife calls me Tony as well sometimes. She used to call me baby, but um, when we started dating, I remember the time where she would uh, all of a sudden call me Tony, and I introduced myself to her as James. So Tony has stuck, and that's what everybody calls me. And for that, for those who don't know, my middle name is Antonio, so that's where Tony comes from. But with all that said, uh, I was the Tony that she knew, the funny, loving uh, just being the jokester that I am and so I was messing with her a little bit because she was throwing up and uh, I I remember seeing her in the bedroom now I didn't go into the bedroom because I told her I said, I'm not coming in there I don't want to catch whatever you have I don't want to catch you know and but um, it was a good conversation the last thing I said to her is I love her and uh Not knowing that it would be the last time I see her. That's just so devastating to to think. But she told me, she said, I will be at the birthday party. I'm going to still come. And I was like, don't come. No, you need to take care of yourself. But she really wanted to be there for my my wife because she had such a great relationship with my wife. She loved and adored Chanel. I'm telling you, Chanel could do no wrong in her eyes because uh, I was her son. I mean, she was her son's uh, everything wife queen and everything and so she was so happy that I had found love she was so happy that I had fell in love with this beautiful woman and she is absolutely gorgeous but with all that said she said that she's going to come and so she never came to that birthday party, and I didn't think much of it because I felt like she needed to stay home anyway. But I feel like I had some woulda, coulda, should I should have called her and asked why, you know, just to check on her to see, you know, she didn't make it. She said she was going to make it, and I didn't come out. So I just, went, I should have checked on her. But nine days later, I remember it like it was yesterday. I was driving to work. I was running late for work this particular morning. And I was sitting there thinking to myself, you know, I had to get some things done with me. The counseling, different things like that, I had to to work on me, and so I'll be honest, my mom, she was a great mom, a loving mom, a caring mom, a magnificent mom. But as I told you, we've had some traumas in our life. My mother and I endured some things together that was devastating, some negative entities with physical and sexual and, and uh, uh, mental, emotional abuse. And so we had those things that we shared together. And so you can imagine, naturally, she had some traumas, you know, that affected her life. And, and, and so I had just got to a point in my life where I could deal with some of those traumas that she had. I could deal with some of the things that would come my way and how to deal with it. And so I was sitting there driving to work and I remember just driving and driving and I was like, "Man, I need to call my mom. Now, this is 9 days later from the birthday party from, you know. And so I said, like, I need to call my mom. You need to have lunch. We haven't had lunch in a while. You know, we need to talk. We need to have a good talk. And I said that to myself, running late for work. I still did not call her because I was running late for work. So I was just running to get to work. I was on 64. I remember I was on my way to Greenbrier exit. I was close to the Greenbrier exit when I thought of my mom. And not knowing that my mother was already gone, according to reports, she looked like she passed away the night before. And so uh, I... I can't put into words to describe the feeling uh, of you know thinking that you're gonna spend time with your loved one. Uh, you're gonna go out to eat. you gonna do something. That I'm gonna call them later or whatever, and they're already gone. It's nothing you can do. And so you can imagine that I dealt with a lot of coulda, shoulda, wouldas. I mean, I did a lot of guilt. I dealt with a lot of just all kinds of stuff was running through my head because it wasn't until that until that night that I found out that she had actually passed away. My sister called me and. Uh, I don't remember exactly what she said, but she was saying something to the fact that mama was not here. And you know she, she lived with my sister for a while. So I'm thinking my sister's playing with me because I'm always the jokester. See, I'm always the one that's pranking and joking my family and doing different things that will irritate them and make them mad. So I figured my sister was just trying to get back at me, messes with me because I'm always mess with her. So I was like, I get what I deserve. But it didn't register to me that my sister was trying to tell me that she was gone and my wife, my sister couldn't even put it into words, really. So she was crying. And, I, and then it hit me that my mom was actually gone, that she was unresponsive. She's found in her bed uh, laying flat down and she was deceased. And so I'm sitting there hearing this and I immediately dropped the phone and just started screaming and running around the house. Just could not believe what had just happened. And so my kids, I had just got home. My kids were watching and my wife were watching, but it was like, it was like, I was just taken out of my element. It was like, none of that mattered. Like I didn't see anybody. No one is around. It was just me and my hurt and the and, uh, and the confusion and the anger and the what could have could have would have should have hitting me just like that at that very moment when I realized that she was gone and so it took me a while to get myself together I remember my wife consoling me and and doing whatever she can to help me and we, she's like we need to go over there to the to the to my sister's house because they hadn't taken the body haven't taken her body as of yet and so um, I wanted to to see her so uh, that was a rough time. I will be honest. It was absolutely the most worst time and, that I ever had in my life. But uh, I went to the to her house and uh, the pastor was there from her church and everything. And and he wanted my sister not to see her. He believed he's like, you need to see her for closure. And I was like, I don't want to see. I don't know if I can take it. And so seeing her there and um. And I will tell you this. It may be a little rough to hear, but I'm sharing this because I know some people have been through this here. Um, But seeing her, it really just, it just took me aback. Uh, I'm not sure if it really helped me. I think it has, but I can still see that pictures, like a vivid picture, that I can see it just like it was yesterday. I can see how she was laying there, or whatever. But I say all that to say I don't want to get too deep in it because I don't want to. You know, uh, I know some people may like this is a lot, but uh, I say all that to say that you know. I dealt with the coulda, shoulda, wouldas after that. I wondered, like, what if I woulda did this? What if I coulda did this? Oh, if I woulda did that better. Oh, if I woulda came uh, nine before nine days. You know, if I woulda called her in between those times, the last time I saw her. Uh, if I woulda did a, you know, I feel like I wasn't a great son. I, I. It was just so many different things that plagued my mind. And it caused a depression for me. It caused me to feel like I was less than. I felt condemned. I felt just so guilty in my life because there was nothing in the world that I could do. To change the fact that she was gone. There was nothing else I could do to try to change my coulda, woulda, shouldas. There was no change in it now. It was too late. And I had to deal with that fact that it was too late. And so for a number of weeks, I dealt with that pain. I dealt with that guilt. I dealt with that sorrow. I dealt with the unbelief. Because she particularly, she died, uh... And out, like she died. It wasn't like we knew she was gonna die, she died uh, just on her own, and but. I did know she had some ailments, she had some things that she was dealing with and some 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 issues, but we did not know that it was going to be her last. We felt like she was getting better and different things like that, but it didn't happen. And so I say, say that I know some people out there that are dealing with the coulda, shoulda, and woulda's with their loved one is gone. It may be somebody out there that had a bad relationship with their mom. Now, I didn't have a bad relationship with my mom. I had a, a normal relationship. We had some things that I, I dealt with that was tough for me and her, uh, no doubt. As in life, we have those things. But it wasn't like she didn't love me or didn't care for me or nothing like that. That is definitely not a fact. Matter of fact, a lot of my sensitivity of me being the sister person that I am comes from my mom because she was the most loving person I know. She would sit there and watch a talk show or something that can be something somebody else is going through and it's like it pulls her in and she would cry for them, you know. And so my mother was that type of caring person. So that wasn't the thing anything or anything. But I know that some people that had had that relationship with their mom or their father or their loved one, anyone who it may be, and now you're dealing with their guilt because they're gone and you wish you could have said sorry, you wish you could have changed the way you, you handled a certain situation you wish you would have talked to them and stopped not talking to them for years uh, and you're dealing with that, you're dealing with that guilt now but let me tell you something here You have to let go of that guilt because those could have, should have, would have will have you in condemnation. and will keep you in bondage. Don't you understand that the enemy wants you to be in bondage? Do you understand the enemy wants you to feel less than, to feel like you could have did more and different things like that? Of course, you probably could have did more, you know, but there's nothing you can do to change that. What you can do is repent. Ask God to forgive you. Lord, forgive me that I, you know, I am dealing with that. Help me to get rid of this. Pain and this this guilt that I'm feeling, uh, re- renew my mind, Lord. Help me to grow and know that. If you forgive me, I forgive myself because the most important thing we have to do is learn to forgive ourselves because so often we don't forgive ourselves when we get to those situations where we do the worst and then we're left with the could have, should have and would have. We don't forgive ourselves. And then that's where the condemnation and the bondage comes and that's where the enemy comes in the prowl and try to make you do things that are not healthy or make you, you know, go to those drugs for temporary pleasure for eternal pains. Uh It make you some people like they want to kill themselves and think that this thing is real. Real. Depression and stuff is real, and so I say to you, you have to let that go. Take it from me. I dealt with those coulda, shoulda, wouldas, but I'm telling you now that I let it go. I said, Lord, forgive me for what I, you know, for not. I feel like I wasn't there because of those nine days. Uh, that time I could have been there. Lord, forgive me. Lord, help me to grow, knowing that my mama loved me and that I loved her, and she knew that I loved her. That's all that mattered. And so I take solace in that, knowing that God forgives me and I forgive myself. And so please. Ask God for forgiveness if you feel like you need to ask for forgiveness. Whatever it may have been, whatever you've done to that person that may be gone. Let this be a day of letting it go. Let this be a day of releasing it to God and putting it in, in his hands. Let this be a day that you forgive yourself. It is so important to forgive yourself. How dare you not forgive yourself when God, who is everything, he is the Alpha and Omega. He is the beginning and the end. He is Everything and he can forgive us. How dare us not forgive ourselves? Learn to forgive yourselves. Don't let the enemy take a hold of you. Live your life. We have regrets in our life. We all have it. You're not the only one. Don't think that you are the only one that's going through things. Don't think that you're the only one that has dealt with that type of situation with family members that may have passed away, our loved ones. We have passed away and we kind of had this strained, uh, strain that going on. Just understand that we've all been through different things. It may have been the same way you've been through, but we've been through certain things and in this thing called life and our journey with life but you got to understand you got to let that go so that you can be free let it go so you can grow nothing you can do to change the past but you definitely can change your present and your future so just tell i'm telling you now just let it go let it go. The shoulda, coulda, and have will hold you in bondage, and you don't need that in your life. Be encouraged today. Let it go today. Release the pain. Release the hurt. Get the freedom and the peace that you need that only God can give you. And I said earlier that we always go to those vices, the drugs, the sex, the uh, the money, just all kinds of different things, which are temporary pleasures for eternal pain. And you notice that what happens is you go on a cycle. You do those things. You are drinking everything, and then you have to go again to numb the pain that you're still feeling. You got to go again to. None of it is a vicious cycle of temporary pleasures for eternal pain. Who do you give eternal pain to? You give it to God because you take those temporary pleasures that he re- replaces with his love. He replaces it with his peace. He replaces it with your, his joy and nobody can take your joy away. When God gives you that joy and that peace, there's nothing that you can do. It's the best feeling in the world to know that you are loved by him, to know that you are forgiven by him, to know that you are in his hands and know that he loves you so much. And no matter what you've done, that he forgive you. That's a mighty thing because people in this world, Forgive you. People in this world will just scrutinize you and, and talk bad about you in your past and won't let it go. But you have a God that you serve, a whole hallelujah Heavenly Father that loves us. A, with agape love, a love that can't even be described. It's just a deep, deep, deep love. So to know that you're forgiven, to know that you are free is important, but it takes you taking that, that step and, and, and release it and surrender it all to him and say, Lord, forgive me. I can't change it, but I can be a better person now. Uh, and since then, you know, we, we have gotten close as family. I spend time with my family. We go out, we have dinners. We haven't had a dinner in a long time, so we need to make that happen. we we'll go to each other's house, have dinner, and just spend time, because my mother was all about family. She always wanted that. And we didn't particularly do that when she was here, we didn't always hang around, but we definitely do that now. And so we're stronger because of it. So, you know, find the good that you have with your relationship with that person. Don't look at the bad. Look at the good and count it all joy. And one more thing I want to say before I close. You never really get over it. People say you'll get over it in time and time. It'll heal, heal uh, wounds. Wounds are healed over time and all that stuff. Uh let me tell you, it's been some years now, years and years that my, my my mother has been gone and it still feels fresh. It still feels like yesterday. And so what I really should say is not that you get over the, you know, the wound or whatever. You don't get over that. But what happens is you learn to cope with it. And so I'm learning to cope with it. Mother's Day just passed and I learned to cope with it. My Mother's Day this year was a little better than last year. You know, I still thought about it and I was sad, but I was able to rejoice and to celebrate the woman in my life that are mothers, you know and just have my mo- and just know that my mother is in a good place. So with all that said, learn, just understand that you have to to learn to cope with it. It comes, it's never the pain is going to always be there. But when you learn to cope with it, you're going to be just fine, okay? God bless you all. Remember, release it. Let this be a new day. Don't worry about the cuddle have shoulda, of have That's not going to help you grow in God. All right? Take care and God bless. Journey with Jay with James Thanks a lot for listening to the Journey with James podcast. You can catch a brand new podcast every Tuesday at 10 a.m. on Spotify and YouTube. And please join my social media networks. You can find me on Facebook at Journey with James Network, and you can find me on Facebook at One James Antonio, and you can find me on Instagram at One James Antonio. Please like and share and tell someone else about the Journey with James podcast. And if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe and hit the notification bell so you will never miss an episode when it airs. God bless you. And thanks again for listening to the Journey with James podcast.